Mavs Daily, where we break down a question, event, news, or trend. My name is Becca from Mavs Digital. Today, I'm back with Coach Jenny Busick, and we're excited to get Coach Jenny back on the pod. Lots of great feedback after hearing from you last week. How have you been? Been good. You know, been uh, been watching all our guys practice. We've got a, vi- a live video stream, so um, those of us who aren't in the bubble can can keep up and talked to Rick last night for a couple hours so yeah just just trying to be a part of everything and 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 uh it's it's been so much fun just seeing the guys back in action again yeah for real so when you're when you're um video chatting in and or streaming the link and things like that are you able to you know talk or, or or do they give you a chance to talk or do you just watch no no we're just watching okay um you know we can hear most of what's going on so but it's just trying to stay up on, on how we're installing and, um, you know, how the team is, is practicing. And, and then I, I send feedback to Rick, um, some of our other coaches. I've sent some, some messages to some of our players just based on, on watching the practices. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so th- that's what I was going to ask you, like what your duties are while they're in Orlando. But obviously during the practices, you're very involved in you know, the feedback and things like that. But what will a game look like when you're, um, you know, at home and they're out there? Yeah, so um, I've, got, I've got an assignment for every opponent, which is to put together an end-of-game report for our coaching staff. So basically the, other, the opponent, the upcoming opponent's end-of-game strategy offensively and defensively. Um, I work with a, with a young man. Uh, Zach Chu and we put together an edit a video edit for our coaching staff just to help them have a snapshot of of if it's a close game what the team likes to do and then um, and then I go back and I watch our previous games with that opponent and just send in send in my feedback in preparation of of that team that we're getting ready to play and then it's 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 being talked about and we'll I guess we'll finalize it but I might be helping with the TV broadcast uh, as well for, oh, for some cool. of these games as very we cool. finish out the, the season so we'll see that's being worked out everything yeah. is up in the air with the, with all the pandemic issues for sure making making things logistically challenging but but we have been discussing that as well awesome yeah that would be awesome to see you on the broadcast or hear you on the broadcast even um, just to kind of get that you know it's like an insider's perspective almost like on the broadcast because we can't we don't really hear you guys on the bench um, but so what are you what are you you know so you're very invested in you know kind of looking at the other team and strategizing and things like that so what what do you what do you want to see from the guys um, in the eight games leading up to the playoffs, you know, anything different that you want to see from them or the ener- better energy? What, what kind of do you think that they can improve on as a whole? Well, we've been, we've been really focusing on, on our defense, you know, obviously we're on record setting pace offensively. Mm. So we want to keep that going and we've tried to tighten up our offensive package. Uh, we did a lot of studying um, as a coaching staff on, on our team, on our systems, up to this point in the season and we feel like we've narrowed down and simplified our offensive package into what's our best stuff, what we've been most successful with and just trying to get even better at our strengths. Um, and then we wanted, we've wanted to improve our defense and coach Mosley is just killing it right now in, in practice. I mean, he's got, he's got these guys buying into uh, just some defensive schemes and defensive mentality 
in a way that I, I haven't seen since I've been here. So I'm super excited to, just to see how that translates because totally. I really see a lot of improvement on, on the defensive end of the floor um, in these practices so far. So we'll see how that translates, but we're, we're all excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure to see if we can, uh, we can uh, see that on the court for sure. That would be awesome. Um, so what, before we talk about, you know, kind of leadership and chemistry and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of what I wanted to chat with you about today, but what I, I this came up um, in the episode last week that I forgot to ask you, um, what game this season or even last season um, that we won or, you know, like you said, improving on defense, the defense was great in that game, or it's just something that you had been really proud of um, and why? Well, there's, there's a couple that stick out. You know, we, like I said, over this break, we've gone back and watched a lot of our, our games, which has been helpful. And so it's rare to be able to do that to the, to the depth that we have and just have the depth of discussion that we've had while you're in the middle of your season. So it's been, it's been valuable. Um, two games that really, I think, stuck out. We, we've had a lot of good ones this year, especially on the road. But, uh, and we've been a phenomenally good road team. Mm-hmm. But two that stuck out, one was our win in Houston, um, where we, you know, our our team bought into a game plan defensively against a a very talented and challenging offensive team and and one of the most gifted offensive players the the game has ever seen in James Harden Mm -hmm. and uh, and bought into a game plan that required a lot of um, connected, being very connected in communication and instincts and and it, you know, it's a tough environment to play in in Houston. And I thought our team really showed um, a lot of they were really locked in in that game, and we got rewarded with the win, which you don't always. And then the other one was was the Milwaukee win on the road. Um, you know, they had been on an 18 game winning streak, and we were without Luca, mm-hmm. and we went in there, and and I just rewatched that game again for like the third time the other day, and the grit, um, and again the connectedness. Uh, in that game, just it, that one really, really sticks out. You know, we, we didn't, we didn't play a perfect game, but we just stayed in the moment. We stayed together and we showed a tremendous amount of resiliency and grit. And, and, uh, and we pulled out a huge upset on the road against, you know, many would argue is the best team in the league this year, but they were hot at that time. And, and, uh, and again, we were without Lucas. So it just showed a lot. I thought it showed a lot about our team. And those are, those are two signature wins that, that stick out to us and show us, show us as a coaching staff what we're, what we're capable of, especially when we lock in on the defensive end of the floor to a game plan. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember that game. I was on, my, you know, on the edge of my seat screaming at the TV when I was you know, working at the same time but, um, and posting on social. But, yeah, that, both of those games. The Houston game was the day before I started at the Mavs, but I did watch – that one and was very proud and very excited for that win as well. But the Milwaukee one, I, I have to say, I agree with you. That was one of the most exciting games, um, especially without Luca. That was when KP really shined um, mm-hmm. and the whole team, you know, that the team, those one of those games where you're like, man, I love this team. They are just yeah, yeah. so good together. Um, yeah, exactly. So I love hearing that. And I love the word grit as well. I think it's a great, um, a great, uh, adjective or a great way to describe our team as well. Just keep, they just fight. And I love that. Um, so continue off our talk last week, 
um, you know, about leadership and you helping, you know, young men grow and that would, that's like, you know, the people are your favorite part of, you know, your job and things like that. What, what's it like to see Dwight Powell become a leader um, on the team and, you know, the NBA with the NBA and the players union and all that kind of stuff? Well, it's interesting you ask about him. I don't know if you, if you know, but today's his birthday. So yes. By the time this airs, it won't be, he'll be past his birthday by the time this, this airs, but shout out to him. And, um, you know, one, the thing about Dwight, I mean, you see what a soldier he is mm-hmm. on the floor. You know, I mean, there's, he's just, he is a warrior. Um, but he's just as much of a warrior off the court about, about noble things. And um, he walks the walk uh, and he is, he's a leader by example, as much as he, had, as he is by word. And he's about the right stuff, you know, whether it come to basketball or life, he's, he's like that guy that, um, that you'd hope your son grows up to be, or you hope your daughter grows up to, to date. You know, he's just, he's class and, um, and character through and through. So it's, it's a huge honor um, to work with him, get to know that young man. Um, and, and he inspires us all. I think I speak for everybody that's, that's around him with this organization. He's just, he's an inspiration um, in his consistency of character. Totally. I definitely agree. I actually have um, family friends who, um, you know, make granola and things like that in their, granola in their house. And he actually, you know, is a big supporter of them and um, goes and supports them at Central Market and, you know, posts about their granola and all that kind of stuff. So it's so cool to see how he, you know, nothing is too small and nothing is too big for him. I feel like it's, he is like an all around role model in the city of Dallas. And I, we actually spoke to him last week um, on our podcast and, you know, we said to him, you know, when we think of Dallas, you think of Dwight Powell because he just is, you know, helping the community and helping his teammates grow and, you know, help just all over the place. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to hear your um, perspective on Dwight as well, because um, we all love him, obviously, as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Rick said recently that Luca is becoming a vocal leader on the team. Um, in your experience with Luca and also coaching KP and previously also Sue Bird in Seattle, how important is it to have leadership from stars on your team? Well, when, when you have superstars that are great teammates, um, it sets your franchise up to be special. And I think those are the ingredients of not just success, but when you have uh, superstars that are great teammates, you, your franchise is set up for sustainable success. Um, and yes, we had that in, in Seattle with Sue Bird, Lauren Jackson. Um, and I think we've got the makings of that here with, with Luca and KP. You know, they're great teammates and they're only getting better as they get more secure with, with things here. And, um, and you can't take lightly the transition it is living into another country and, and where everyone's speaking another language. Sometimes it takes them a little bit longer to get comfortable uh, relationally and in their leadership identity, you know, especially as a young man. But, you know, you see a lot of potential and a lot of growth in those two young men. Um, they're already, like I said, great teammates, but they're growing every day and every, every month and every year in, in their leadership. So 
it's, it's an exciting, there's some exciting potential there, I think, for all of us involved with the Mavericks. Like I said, not just success, but sustainable success, right? And um, especially when they're as young as they are. So they're, they're, there's just a lot to be excited about in our future. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes I forget how young they are. Um, it's hard because they're, you know, the center of the team and they're, you know, on billboards and all that kind of stuff. It's very, and they're role models for the, you know, aspiring basketball players and young kids and things like that. It's always, uh, it's always weird when you think about how young they are, but yeah, long-term success for sure. I, uh, I came from the Knicks, so I've, I, um, have seen KP obviously evolve from, you know, in New York and also here, and I can tell, here he's taking on that you know big leadership role that I think he was meant to play as well and I think he'll mm -hmm. be a good um role model for Luca as well um and they obviously have had good um veterans on their team to kind of show them the way as well um what was the team's you know energy and mood during the practices before they headed out to Orlando well we really, we really didn't have uh practices before Orlando it was just very light individual workouts mm -hmm. and so um not all the coaches were there no not not everybody was there at the same time a lot of people didn't even cross over so i wouldn't even consider that uh practice um you know our practices really didn't begin until orlando but but what you could sense um, what you can still sense and this is this is not the norm from what i understand with other nba teams right now what you can sense and could sense is the excitement mm -hmm. um, about finishing this season and, and playing together. I mean, there's talk in the bubble about our team b being the tightest team down there. Yeah. Um, they're hanging out all the time. They're having a great time. They've got a real positive attitude and they're just making the most of things. And we don't have guys complaining. Um, we have a group of guys that really enjoy each other really enjoy playing basketball, really enjoy playing basketball together. And they're excited uh, for our process. And so they, they seem to be having a blast, both on and off the court down in Orlando. Yeah, absolutely. And that brings me to, you know, what my next kind of big theme is, you know, like you said, we've seen it um, with those guys. We've heard it from the NBA. We've heard it from the media. We've heard it from the players themselves. Um, you know, just talk about the chemistry and, and, and how they get along down there. And like you said, um, you know, JJ said that the team does everything together down there. And you can see the real bond between the coaches and the players through photos and videos and um, that we're putting through on social. Um, so how important, is, how important is that real chemistry bond between teammates and coaches in an organization, especially during this time, but just in general? You know, I always, I mean, talent, talent matters when you're, when you're talking about the pro level, especially talent matters, but what chemistry does is it, it maximizes your talent, whatever that may be. Um, and so you can have teams with a lot of talent that win a championship without great chemistry, if they're that talented, um, you know, but, but depending on your talent level, you, you, you need your chemistry, you know, more or less, you know, but if you, and if you want to maximize your talent, regardless of how much you have, you know, that chemistry is a really important ingredient. So as a young team, we're still putting the roster, we're still building a roster. We haven't been together that long. 
Um, you know, chemistry is really important. And I think it's especially important with a young team, mm-hmm. um, not just because they're young, but it's also Luca's personality. You know, when you, when you have a star like Luca, you want to, you want to play to his strengths. And one of his strengths is the joy that he brings to the game, his love of the game and the joy that he brings. It's like almost childlike. Right. And so you really don't want that to dampen. And so mm-hmm. you have to have the right guys around him to bring out his best. And part of that is having a fun environment because that's when he's at his best. Right. And, uh, and it's, it's a characteristic of our team because it's an attribute of his. So we really want to feed that flame and, uh, and nurture that and try to cultivate that as a staff and, you know, make it fun. I think most guys work better when they're fun, but especially Luca and young guys do. And, and so that's, that's a strength of us that separates us from, from some other teams. Absolutely. So how, so you said, you know, um, if there's talent, you know, some teams can win without chemistry, but how, how important is chemistry to winning? Does it, you know, have you seen it kind of change the way uh, chemistry on and off the court of, of course, but, you know, have you seen it kind of change the way games are played in, in, um, on a, you know, game by game basis? You know, like I said, it, it just maximizes your, your talent and your potential. Um, and so, you know, it's all, it all feeds in together. I think it does also contribute to a team's resiliency, um, which is, which is a key element of most championship teams. So, um, you know, it's important when we're going through stuff, uh, when there's adversity, um, within, within a game or just, there's going to be some, probably some weird adversity being in the bubble. And, uh, you know, when you have good chemistry, it helps everybody approach things with a little bit more positive attitude, and that leads to, to more resilience. Right. Playing for each other. I feel like that's something that these guys really do. Um, and I can't wait to see. I, I'm just so excited for, uh, for this to start, for them to start again. Um, but as a coach, you know, from your perspective, um, can you make chemistry happen, or is it something that has to develop? Like, can you guys, you know, obviously you can't force it, but you said, you know, that you guys, um, that the guys buy into, you know, ways of doing things on the court and things like that. So is it the same with chemistry with the guys? You know, it's a, it's a tricky thing. I think we, it, it's like anything, you know, you have, you, when you're a coaching staff, you, you have what you're given and then you have to cultivate it to try to maximize it. So some of it's within your control and some of it's not, but your job is to maximize what you have. Um, and some teams have, have more natural chemistry than others, and, and some teams just don't, and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, having a, a big, you know, having guys with big egos and that are very selfish and all that, I mean, obviously that, that affects chemistry. But I do think that your culture matters, um, especially for players players and, and, and young men that might be on the fringe that could go either way. Um, you know, like Dwight Powell, no matter what culture you put him in, he ain't changing. Right. He's, he's going to be a great teammate. Um, so I'm not talking about a guy like Dwight, but there are other young men around our league that could go either way in your culture and the guys you have around them are going to sway him one way or the other. And so that's where there's always a lot of talk about culture. And I've, and championship culture. And we've been very mindful here of, of what that is, what that looks like and trying to establish that reestablish that I should say, because when you have a championship culture, then once the talent is in place, then you're, 
it's just like at, it, the dynamite just explodes. You know, you can't control your talent. You can't control injuries. You can't control certain things. But if you have the culture, when those other things align, boom, you're, you're ready to take advantage of it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so this is a time where, you know, I open it up. If you have anything else to kind of touch on or say before, you know, our scrimmages happen this week and this weekend, please feel free. No, like I said, it's, it's just been a really good vibe uh, watching these practices. And I think, I think our fans will, will see that, you know, this, not every team that's in Orlando is excited about being there, mm -hmm. um, but our young men are. And, uh, and so I think it's going to be a fun journey for all of us. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're super excited. But, well, thank you, Coach Jenny, for, you know, joining me again, short but sweet. Um, but uh, it's been great to hear, you know, your perspective on things. It's definitely awesome for me because, you know, we don't get to um, see you guys. We haven't seen you guys for months. Um, so I really appreciate it. And hopefully next week we can, you know, kind of dive in on to our scrimmages with the Lakers and the Pacers. Um, so thank you for coming on again. And um, please subscribe to our um, podcast. And also, if you guys have anything that you guys want to hear from Coach Jenny, please let us know. Rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter and all of our other platforms. And we will see you next time.